Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I'm feeling down because Carl Anthony Towns and we got beaten by the wolves. Hi, everybody. It's the Hoops and Hypnotizing Podcast. I am your long-removed co-host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. It feels good to be back. I am so happy to be talking with my fellow Mavs fans for life, particularly Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks. How are you, Ruben? I'm doing good. How are you? Mm. having a great day uh been been uh, appreciative of you guys holding down the fort for so long i've just been uh tackling a whole lot of weekend gigs and uh you know hitting some career milestones with music and stuff so i've been o- away from uh the mffl family for too long so i was happy to get back in and, and watch some games and you know talk some hoops with you guys uh with us i am so stoked to hear all the way from cali we got tim beam how are you sir I'm doing all right. I'm not quite as famous as you just yet, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm 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 getting there slowly, but slowly. Uh, all right, so we had some games uh, that just happened with the Mavs. Uh, pretty confusing week, um, you know, with a a good close win against the Timberwolves, a blowout win against the the Rockets, which is pre- fairly predictable, and then a blowout win from the. The Timberwolves. So that that felt like a pretty uh, inconsistent week this week. Um, what were y'all's thoughts on the most recent Timberwolves game? Uh, terrible. Um, <laughs> I have this thing now where I'm like, what I'll do if, if the if the if we're losing by like 15 or more, I just like start scrolling StockX, start scrolling like you know eBay. I just like I go window shopping. Uh, Instead of really so, you, attention. So, so you're so once you're, we're down 15 points, you are you're you're doing retail therapy, is what you're saying. Basically, basically you know, and I'm gotcha. like, because I'm looking at it, it's like you know, Luca. I think we'll, we only hit 10 threes that day. We shot 43 of them, which is you know, that's not a good. Uh, that's a three point uh, percentage of 23. <laughs> percent um, uh, Luca had half of those. Half of those makes. <laughs> Just yeah, not, it, not a fun game at all. Pretty <laughs> abysmal shooting night. Tim, what did you think? I mean, I didn't like the way they lost, but I knew we. I knew going in we were going to get Minnesota's best effort because of the way the week had unfolded for them, losing to us and then losing kind of a in a painful way against the Suns, getting closed out like they did. So, yeah, they they hit us with their best shot. <laughs> that they did. Uh, so Toreen Prince uh, showing up like a uh, legit six man, um, as opposed to where he's been pretty much just. Uh, I, I didn't realize he was even on the Timberwolves for a long time, and then he had he shot seventy percent from the field or north of that uh, the other day. So that's yeah, that that was the one that stood out to me. I mean, like t- uh, what's also weird is that it just doesn't seem like like there were. I think uh, Cat was the only person that had twenty points. Um, Everybody else yeah. just kind of pitched in double digits. Like there was just a lot. It was just an overall team win and an overall team loss for the Mavericks. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Looking at it like everyone, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people on their team scored 20, uh, mm-hmm. at least double digits. That's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. The ball's moving around. Uh, Patrick Beverly being the little asshole that he can be. Um, he's definitely one of those guys that I would love to have on my team, but I fucking hate him. Like yep. anywhere else. Um yeah, dude. I mean, seemed like for a little bit, it seemed like uh Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell were gonna go off. They really didn't. Like they're both, you know, you know, Anthony Edwards, you know, you know, forty forty three percent from the field, D'Angelo Russell forty like thirty, what I think thirty seven, thirty eight percent. So, you know, they didn't have the best games, but just like everyone else chipping in, like just made everything like Jordan McLaughlin just going off looks crazy. Like I sure. didn't expect that. Um Again, they I just... really like their their forward uh, Vanderbilt number eight. I like him a whole lot. Like I think yeah. he's just like a guy that just seems to be in the right place, right time, and he's nice and shifty. And he kind of remin- he he kind of has like a bit of a Dorian Finney Smith vibe to him, but like he's I think he's a little bit bigger. 
he's like six ten or so, and so like he's kind of like kind of a a consolidated like it's a weird mix between Dwight Powell and Dorian Finney Smith uh, as far as his play style. You know, sets good picks, play you know plays moderately good defense, um, but also I mean like he's just you know cuts to the basket, good rim runner, that kind of thing, um, yeah. and uh, definitely somebody I would like to have a big like that. I, I mean, I guess we do. I guess we have, like Dwight's been actually playing fairly well, all things considered. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I don't know. D'Angelo Russell having a, an inconsistent game uh, doesn't surprise me. Um, I'm kind of cooled off on Anthony Edwards. I've really, I thought he was really having a breakout season this year. And I mean, like maybe he's just had a couple of rough games against us, but like he really hasn't like popped yeah, to me yeah, the way that I, looked, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, and like also hasn't like shown like the big physical pops either, like where he's just like, Oh wow. He exploded, you know, to the rim or like really drove. I don't know. He, he seems to be playing fairly uninspired. Inspired, which is weird since they're like really in the hunt and in the playoff race, which is something they haven't really been in a while. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't really know what to be like. Carl, like Cat's been playing very intense, and I think he's kind of like taking the load uh, this part of the season, uh, which is cool. Like I, I'm, I'm glad he's finally, you know, he finally found his alpha in him to take some take charge of some games because uh, yeah. I want to see Carl Anthony Towns do well, uh, just not against the Mavericks, and uh, you know. Luca really was the only one that showed up, but he didn't even have that good of a game. Um, you know, it, it's funny when we feel like it's a disappointing game when our, your your starting player, you know, <laughs> racks up twenty four points. Um, you know, that's a disappointing game for us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, grateful for that. So let's see. Looking back at that first Timberwolves game, that's the reason why, like, for me, the Wolves loss sucked, but it didn't suck as bad because we beat them earlier in the earlier in the week, which is right. important for seeding, right? Sure. Um, so looking at that first game, that first game, like, was just a fucking back and forth, like, both, like, it's weird, like, I've never considered, like, the Wolves, like, rivals at all, especially, like, since, like, Kevin Garnett left, but, right. like, even now I'm, like, thinking, damn, like, I kind of hate this team, <laughs> like, you know, and it's probably because we've seen them so much, especially this week, like, I think I'm it's like, Pat Beverly's fault, I think he's, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I think he does a good job of being a good Mav villain. Um, yeah. You know, when he was on the Clippers and when he was on the Rockets, like he's always just kind of been a, a pretty, you know, a thorn in the Mavs' ass. Yeah. By looking at that game, like, you know, Dwight Powell was ended up being, you know, he's like the Timberwolves killer most of the time, which I think he fouled out last time, actually, now I think about it. He fouled mm-hmm. out both times, I think. He fouled out in both games, I think, which is crazy. <laughs> he doesn't really do that very often. Um, that well, I mean, if you got six fouls, I mean, you should use them. Oh, he almost he almost fouled out the uh, the the blow game, but anyway, um, yeah. So this game like fouled out fouled out with twenty two points, uh, eight rebounds, three uh, three offensive rebounds, like good game for him, eight for eight from the field. Uh, Luca had a sinker, five for seventeen from the field. Um, that's oh. a little concerning. That's a little concerning when Luca can't can't get going. Um, at this point, we all kind of know Maxi's been on a the struggle bus. Yeah. Um, you know Reggie has been a little little it's been a little uh infrequent. Um, mm-hmm. that game though, that game like that last minute was so excruciating because it took like twenty real life minutes to get that last like minute or so down between all the, like the the touchful fouls and trying to you know Patrick Beverly trying to like intentionally miss the free throw you know all that stuff and like oh yes that, like, that, that that was the game that I watched pretty much the entire second half of yeah. and got yeah. a chance to like actually watch it and it's like. That was a good close game, good and competitive, fierce. Like that that game is what gives me confidence if we were to somehow see them in the playoffs. Um, like and, and I don't really have any worry about it because I think like the chances of their young talent, you know, coming up short versus ours, I think, you know, it favors us. Um, especially like playoff Luca has been like I I can't wait. <laughs> um and so like I, I'm also not like sweating too much like this part of the season because like we're getting into the playoffs and there's not really a matchup that i want <laughs> yeah. like they're, like i mean i would love to you know you know i'd love to see the pelicans but i just you know it's just not, probably not going to happen um but uh i i don't know i think like when i was seeing that team mr i see a an exhausted team <laughs> And, or I see a team that's like trying to pace themselves. Like I, I, I don't see like a team that's like clicking on all cylinders. And I feel like that's fairly common in the NBA now. Is like towards the end of the season, guys are 
kind of taking some nights off. You know what I mean? Um, especially when it's like, all right, let's just get to the playoffs. Um, it'd be different if we were like, you know, had a chance at the one seed or if we were like really in threat for like the play in game or something like that. Um, which I don't believe we are, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I, yeah. I mean, if we lose out, probably, but like, you know, I don't think that that's going to be a likely scenario. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I feel. Yeah. I mean, uh, it is what it is. And, uh, <laughs> no. uh, yeah. No, it's, look, a confusing, uh, it's a confusing week of games. Yeah. And I look at the Rockets game, just like, you know, uh, predicted a win. Uh, I actually had a bet with the, uh, with a Rockets friend of mine that whoever lost had to watch the worst anime we could find. Um, okay. So they lost. So I was like, thank God I don't have to watch like bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was know, the great, worst anime you can find? Uh, it's an anime called X arm, which is like, oh. it's, it's stupid. And the animation is made like half of it's CGI. The half it's like regular animation. And it's like, for some reason, like CGI characters are interacting with regular animation characters. And it's, it just looks terrible. Um, okay, good. So I was like, thank you, Zeke, for watching that, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I mean, that game was fun, you know, you know, Jalen going out for 28 points, you know, uh, you know, everybody else, uh, Jalen, Jalen Spencer, like, together, it was great. Like, that was a great, uh, and of course, like, obviously, like, the talent level may not be as, like, extreme, because, you know, the Mavs, besides, like, Luca, besides what, Luca, Spencer, and Jalen, like, they aren't, like, you know, world beaters, but... You know, we do have experience on our side, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, you know, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., like, though, you know, Jay Sean, Ch- Jay Sean, Ch- those are all guys that are like very, very um, athletic, like, you know, just like quick and stuff like that. But they don't have like they haven't been in the NBA that long, you know, mm-hmm. whereas like I think our team, like we have a lot, a lot of more experienced guys. So they're able to kind of like slow down the pace and able to kind of like pick and choose their spots and like know exactly where to go, you know. Um, well, I'm I'm absolutely pleased with how Spencer has been playing on the team since we acquired him. I mean, like yeah. he's playing obviously just infinitely better than what he was with the Wizards. And I think like when I saw, I'm I'm just very happy that like my you know looking at the tape that I saw, I was just like, all right, inspired Spencer Dinwiddie versus you know like once the the wind was cut out of his sails when they were just like when he was just like, hey, I want to be a leader on this team, and the entire team said, nah, we're all good. And like he's like, all right, well then, why the fuck am I trying so hard, you know? And then he comes to a team that like, you know, appreciates his efforts and w- wants to see him do well. And like he's stepping up. I mean, it's not just the game winners that he's hit, which has been awesome. Um, it's great to have, you know. It's just like having that secondary ball handler, having a guy that's going to create his own shot. And like he's kind of an offense in a box. Like it's not always yeah. the most effective, but at the very least, it's a threat. And it's like, and he's, I, is it does. I don't know if it's just because he's just new on the team, but doesn't he have kind of a weird jump shot? Like it's, it's, it, I don't know, like kind of like a, yeah, weird, I'm not, kind yeah, of has, I'm, he, has, it's like a hitch in it, right? He just, he looks, he looks like a player from the 70s and 80s. Yes. Being yeah. yes. Off. Like not, not even, not even just like aesthetically, just like the way he shoots and the way he moves, like the fact, he, the fact he's not the best three point shooter, you know, like he takes a lot of mid range, which is like nice, but like, sure. Yeah. He's like an ABA player that got stuck in a time machine. Which is great. Like, I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm for it. Yeah, yeah even, you know? he even has a, like, it sounds like a, an ABA name. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie, like, sounds like a guard that would, you know, throw a lob to Julia Serving. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, you got, do you have any thoughts, uh, Tim? I thought it was really cool to hear that Dorian kind of stepped up at halftime and got into the team a little bit and told him, hey, guys, we need to get it going here when the game was still kind of close because we've seen the progression and, like, the steps forward he's taken, like, on the court with his game this year. But to, like, hear him also, like, assuming that leadership role because, I mean, right next to, like, Luca and Dwight, he's been around here just about as long as anybody. So it's good to see. It's glad to hear he's, like, assuming more of a vocal role at times in the locker room. Hey, the fact we paid him and it's been like we've you may have underpaid him like you know like just looking at what he does like the little things he does like yeah the stats aren't always like the greatest but i mean like just like again like him taking the leadership role and him being like being vocal about things like that's great like that's what i want to see like he's he's officially one of like the old veterans on this team you know 
So, it's like the opposite of what's happened with Julius Randle. He got paid. He's like, all right, cool. I don't need to. Yeah, do I'm, good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. I'm good now. Yeah. God, Some, I'm glad so, like. Someone made someone made a really good point about like you got to look at contract Randle versus regular Randle because like his last year as a Laker was really really good, you know, and his last year as a Pelican was really really good, and then like his contract year for New York, you know, he's an All Star, <laughs> and then just like yeah. and then just takes a break <laughs> yeah it takes a break you know not really not vocal yeah. on anything like i I've, I've seen oh, like I've, I've seen all those clips of just him just like giving up on defense like super quick and it's like dude what the hell are you doing or like wanting to fight like you know coaches and stuff like i'm like dude like what are you doing man <laughs> like like bro but, like, but you'll step up in dallas you know because absolutely up you know? absolutely bro uh those are all the games i guess we could go into go into uh questions i guess what do you guys think i'm down all right uh, Dalton asks, I think it's mostly for me, but your thoughts on the food debate. So, Which food debate is this? So there was a lot of discourse on Mav's Twitter last year, apparently, <laughs> uh, about uh, breakfast food uh, being terrible. Um, that's shout out to CJ, or SJ, sorry, SJ uh, said that. Um, and I think uh, some people said something about uh, like pizza being bad. <laughs> or whatever um, i hate twitter god damn it like it's just like why why are we why are we if we can't appreciate breakfast food and pizza I, you know what maybe 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 an entire you know nuclear holocaust is is probably the way to go you know it's just like yeah you know what let's give another species another shot if we can't appreciate pizza and breakfast food let's go my whole thought was wow man the, the off season is gonna be fucking terrible <laughs> like, this, this will happen when there's one game was a day between games shit man oh yeah dude yeah one fucked. yeah we're, we're arguing about yeah is is uh, sausage overrated or i did think it, I, I, I did think it was funny though like i was like this is hilarious like i'm not gonna jump into it but but but, but i also like at least like is cereal soup a weird like i i enjoyed those quirky debates on twitter but just like uh, I can't. <laughs> Granted, we—I mean, I am a part of a, a Mavs Twitter uh, thread that was like there was like two very dedicated camps. One was Camp Applebee's. The opposing was Camp Chili's. And you know, you're you're really splitting hairs there as far as what, <laughs> what, what you, you know, and, and but I at least found that argument more interesting because you can learn a whole lot about like what someone values in a. <laughs> Uh, dining experience it's like and someone did mention yo the dark lighting and chilies is top notch and i'm like man that's a that's a i never that's realized really the good. sensual <laughs> mood lighting of a chilies uh, like, uh, <laughs> fucking terrible <laughs> Sam, I, will not, I will not stand for any chili slander that place is amazing don't you dare oh, it <laughs> uh, no it's great I, well i will say so one time I went out with a couple of buds uh, or it was actually, it was a work function thing. Um, we, we did like a performance for, you know, with our students, whatever. And so we were out late and like, neither of us wanted to go home, but neither of us wanted to hit up another bar necessarily. And like, we were all like in different parts. So th there was just, there was an Applebee's that was like kind of central location for all of us. And we all had an amazing time with their like video trivia thing. We, we all like had a, I think probably three drinks each within a, about a two hour time, and none of us paid more than twelve dollars. I was about to say, yeah, Applebee's has like, some dude, crazy deals, dude. dude. Cl Club A, let's go, dude, bro. One dollar PBR and two exactly, <laughs> exactly one dollar PBRs, baby. Let's do it. I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna forgive them for those commercials during last football season. Oh, fair well, enough. Yeah, well, the, was it? I, I don't even remember, dude. So the the. uh like fancy like applebee's whatever that tune i've that tune came on while i was at the gym and i was listening to a podcast while i was at the gym and then i had to switch it to just like the most aggressive ear piercing metal to drown out that fucking song That's and like hilarious. to sh like i had to listen to a song called slaughter of the soul followed by suicide nation brought me more <laughs> comfort and joy than that fucking applebee's song <laughs> oh my god okay uh, next question shout out um, at the gates great band <laughs> next question uh so we're going to combine two this is from uh, ali and i want to say uh mavs djr um okay. they're basically asking what are some actual realistic targets reasonable targets for the offseason uh this year that might be able to take us to the next level 
I have no. I, I wish I I had an, a free agent list in front of me. I I don't even know who's like the headlining free agent next year. Like I don't think I don't think next year's free agent class is like even like that. Now I'm trying to think I, of like who's a free agent next year. Like who's not I, a free, I mean, free agent? So because there's just like like there's a lot of people that I think are like up, oh, but there's just like a good chance they're just resigning. You know, there's a lot of guys I think so that signed a lot of short deals. If I'm if but I I feel like I'm maybe confusing it with another one. Like this isn't like I don't think the free agency is like a field of dreams free agency next year. But uh, I, to be honest, I'm more I'm more excited that we have a draft pick next year. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, finally uh, Mavs draft can do his thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and actually like try to try to see what's up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure, man. Like I just like I don't know. Like I don't, like fuck. I don't, like I'm trying to think of who's not who's not a. Uh, Who's an unrestricted free agent, or who's unrestricted free agent who doesn't have bird rights? Like, I don't know, man. Um, I still kind of like Rocco, Robert Covington. You know, I know he's had kind of a down, he's regressed a little bit. You know, um, I think Montrez Harrell is a, a, another interesting choice for me. Um, he's also someone that has gone in with Luca, and Luca seems to do really good. And players that have gone in with him uh, end up becoming uh, teammates. Um, Marvin Bagley III. Even though he's a restricted free agent next year, um, yeah, there's a couple guys on top of my head that I know that are you know. Um, do you have any? Do you have any uh, any ideas, Tim? I'm just waiting on the draft, not this year's draft, but is it next year's where we can draft Bronny so that we can get LeBron to come here? Let's do it. <laughs> that would be such a fucking shit show, dude. I don't, even, I don't know if I'd want that to happen, but I want chaos. So yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next question comes from Aiden. Um, what is a realistic starting starting caliber center you think the Mavs should target? Ooh, let's see. Centers, centers. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, like that's the thing. Is just like everyone's got like early bird rights. I think that's yeah. the thing. Like when I'm looking at like the free agent tracker, I'm like not seeing anything that looks promising. Yeah, I mean, for me, like a lot of it's just like. So like for me, a lot of it's like, you know, like uh, Rashawn Holmes in theory would be great, but he's also going through some, uh, you know, some legal stuff right now that I just I do not want to touch. Um, the idea of Miles Turner being on the scene would be great, or even like Serge Ibaka would be like, cool. I mean, you know? Nas Reed would be fun. Nas Reed would be but really fun, but he's got bird rights. He's a he's a unrestricted, but with bird rights. Yeah. Um, it's like it's hard uh, to look, Isaiah uh, Stewart, but that's a team option. Um, same with you know we got Evan Mobley. <laughs> it's another team option. We have DeAndre um, Aiden. We have DeAndre Aiden. If uh, Sarver decides not to pay him because he doesn't want to, I don't think <laughs> that'd right. be crazy. That'd be crazy. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic is another one that I think would be really cool. I'm like, oh, I'm oh gorgeous dong. Oh, look, he is. Yeah, he is. Look at that. Uh, there's also uh, Robin Lopez would be cool. I think. Sure. Um, oh, and I, love, I, I realized I was looking at the wrong place. I was looking at uh, uh, 2023. So those guys, Nazarene and uh, uh, I mean, those are guys are those are those are guys that they have for cheap and are probably going to keep um, those next Rob, two years. So those those aren't. Uh, I would love. Targets. I would love Robin Lopez because he would fight Mavs man. Oh man, yeah, game. that that alone I think would be worth it. I mean, like I, I would, I would, I would start. I would produce that miniseries. <laughs> Lopez yeah. versus Mazman, yeah. Maz, any, Mazman again. We already any, have. We already have the greatest center in the league on the team. We just refuse to play him. Boban. Boban, yeah. Boban, yeah. I mean, he's just too powerful. I was now like Theo Pinson. <laughs> I don't know. It's not really. There's not really a lot of like. Oh, Bismack Biombo would be kind of cool, actually. I'd be cool, Bismack Biombo. I am wary of any center that plays with Chris Paul. That leaves Chris Paul. But that is a, that's true. But <laughs> like, what I'm getting at though is just like there's certain centers that look amazing when they're with Chris Paul. They go into other place and they're pretty, you know, yeah. replaceable. Like DeAndre Jordan, Bismack Biombo. Like, like as much as it's weird that they didn't pick up the fifth, the 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 contract extension with Aiton. Like, I'm wondering if they're like. We can get fairly like eighty percent production if we have Chris Paul instead, you know, and yeah. like just put a bigger, an athletic big out there. Now, granted, it's weird that they traded Jalen Smith, 
That was weird. Yeah. And not rookie, signed. Right? It, yeah. No, like they had forever. Like, it's like they just weird. weren't playing him. That's so weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that was a fit thing. I wonder if that was like a chemistry thing that they're just like trying to correct. Maybe. Oh, guys, Mitchell Robertson. He's oh, sure he has bird rights, really? but you know, but still, you know, that's, that's an option. That might be an option out there. That'd be kind of cool. I'd love to have him. I'd love to have a defensive anchor. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, you have any, any thoughts, Tim, besides Bobon? No, just more Bobon minutes. All right. All of the Bobon minutes. <laughs> Let's see. Next question comes from Hops and Hoops. Um, if you had to choose one, would you rather the Mavericks make the uh, Western Conference Finals and run it back next season with a exact same roster or lose in the first round and make roster changes? Uh, give me that first one. Yeah, give me the first. I'd, I'd much rather yep. see them make pro- – like, I think playoff wins, like, playoff round advancement is more important than a roster change. Especially if that's like the two options, you know, like I feel like that's no, I know, but I mean, that's yeah. also just yeah, like, know, yeah, like yeah. usually if you're making roster changes, it's to address problems that you guys just can't get past yeah. the hump. But like, yeah. I think it's also like, I think, I think Luca needs to experience a playoff, a playoff round win. I think that that's like those are the next, like he's already done a lot of things statistically that are just like beyond expectation. Um, and he's superseded those expectations, but the next thing he needs to do is, you know, be you know, is follow through in the postseason. Like that's where he's untested or untapped potential, I suppose. What do you think, Tim? I agree with Don. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're definitely filling in for the squish roll this week. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next one comes from um, a fellow podcast, uh, Buckets and Beyond, which I was just on yesterday. Um, yes. They ask, uh, worst sports team merchandise you've ever seen? I mean, it comes up in my feet occasionally. I'm going to have to go with the Moe's-esque Luka Doncic plushy doll thing. I um, see that. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah, it is a weird, like, he's got, like, this odd neck beard looking thing and, like, really, like, like troll-like hair. Um, <laughs> that, that winds up with you. But I will, I mean, like, the merchandise that I think that's, like, the worst is, like, like I think a really great like if you just want a good chuckle is just bobblehead fails. Like yes. guys, it's th- those those have missed the mark in some very hilarious fashions where you know they just got like, you know, oh we got two thousand like off prints of just insert athlete's name. Let's just repurpose them and put it on there. Um, I actually have a I have a, a pop figurine. Um, so I, a buddy of mine, big Titans fan, uh, shout out Cameron. Um, and he, uh, he, you know, I got him, I, I, for Christmas, I wanted to get him a, a Marcus Mariota at the time, uh, you know, pop figurine. And what I got was definitely Cam Newton in a box that said Marcus Mariota. <laughs> so, awesome. yeah, so I, I've kept that. They sent me a new one. That was the right thing, but I was just like, yeah, I got a Cam Marcus, uh, Nutriona, uh, Pop figurine. Uh, let's see, worst sports team. I don't. I don't think I can think of the the worst one. I think like just like the generic like too much graphics on a t shirt type of you know like shirts yes. are terrible. Um, I just you know those are just like ones you can find at Walmart. Um, I will say the best thing. So my wife yesterday went to like some. It was like some craft fair, right? Mm-hmm. And so at at home when we make soup, like when we warm up soup or whatever, like in a bowl, we warm up bowls. We have bowl holders, right? So sure. you say, so you put the bowl in there, and then like it's supposed to be like it contains all the heat, and so you're able to take it out easy, whatever, right? Sure. Take out the entire thing. So yesterday, and I tell her like that's like the, my favorite thing she's ever bought for the kitchen. Like that's my favorite. Like also like air fryer is cool, blah blah. But the damn soup holder is great. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, but uh, she uh, she found someone. I guess someone there was making like uh, with the vintage logo. Like these these soup holders, and so she bought me two, and I was like, "Yes, that's exactly what I want. I can have soup like while watching the game, like in the little Mavs like ho- holder, which is great." <laughs> so, that's wonderful. Yeah, I, 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 the I, most I remember, random thing. I, I, great, I do remember at one time at a vintage shop, I bought my cousin a Texas Rangers dashiki, 
like a like a like, <laughs> a, like an African gown. Like it's like because it looks sort of like a soccer or, or I'm sorry, yeah. it looks sort of like a baseball jersey, but not really. Like I know he no longer has it, but like I was just like, this is so bizarre. You you need this. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what's the worst worst merchandise you've ever seen? It's always going to be the aluminum foil metallic jerseys, we, oh, the alternates yeah. from like 2004. Oh, oh yeah, uh, the, the the blowout win, uh, or the blowout opening night against the Lakers. I think yeah. that was yeah. the Carl Malone, Gary Payton Lakers. While we that had was, Antoine yeah. Walker, 2004. That was exactly the year. I think aside, like Antoine Rock Walker should be like just sending letters to Rondo for thanking him for being. The, the worst. like, like <laughs> why? Yeah, he's my least favorite Maverick that's ever played, yeah. and like Antoine Walker is right up there. God, that was I, I hated the way he played. Okay, he's a, he's play. a volume shooter. Y- yeah, I mean, like mathematically, we all are. <laughs> oh, see, and next. any any merchandise with the stars alternates from the early two thousands, uh, the cow looking one that most people refer. Yeah. Oh to. yeah, the the, the, the mooderest. <laughs> the 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 the, the the Texas uh yeah the uh the Dallas Texans yeah great let's see next question comes from Desanga Dio's burner <laughs> guess what they're asking favorite Desanga Desanga Dio moment I I don't know uh, as in oh Desanga Jop yeah it's on a Jop by my brain yeah Desanga Jop yeah. I was like, I was like, lasagna Dio, um, holy diver, but Maradona sauce. My bad. No, you're good. I mean, like, it was got to be that playoff run, right? Where it's just like he was basically our starting center. Or I get so I feel bad. I do get Jop and D'Alembert confused because they they were like close to each other, and like when there was the roster, like, or they played very similarly, um, and just like. Just fucking like tough as nails, hustle rebounder kind of guys. Get good block shots here and there. Um, I'm trying to think of Jop specifically, and I can't. I I can't place a single moment. I just remember we had a good playoff run with them once. He shut down Tim Duncan in overtime in a game seven. That's up. right. That's, that's right. right. That, that's that's yeah. Desana Jop was like that was like the Chandler Parsons. Yeah, uh, Chandler Parsons, uh, Monte Ellis team, right? No, or was that Dallenberg? Oh, six. Oh, six. I think Dallenberg. I think Dallenberg. Like 2014. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, man. What a great, what a great moment. Uh, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Nick. Um, what's the weirdest thing you do on a regular basis? Um, I'm currently have, I'm currently doing a, a lemon water challenge. Oh. So waking up and having warm lemon water every morning. Warm? I don't know if that's that warm? weird. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to like uh-huh. cut, cut like a you know a third of a lemon, yeah, yeah. boil it, and like you're getting all extracting all the nutrients from the rind uh-huh. and the fruit, and then drink like that's what the first thing you drink in the morning. Huh. What about you, Tim? What's the weirdest thing you do on, on on a daily basis? I take freezing cold showers for three minutes every day. Oh. I got into the I got into like the a, Wim Hof guy. Ooh, is it like it's kind of like an ice bath, basically, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. What do I do? That's weird every day. Uh, uh, whenever you like run outside room and you just start like just getting a hammer and just hammering your lawn. <laughs> no, um, actually what I do, something I do do that's kind of weird. Now I think about it is, uh, so I learned, I learned the alphabet and sign language like 15, 16 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Like for no reason. I think it was like something, cl- some class like wanted me to like, we had to learn it for some like story we we're reading. So even now, like I'll just like randomly like, sign language like spell out things mm-hmm. like i'll be like oh yeah let me spell out luca you know stuff like that i can okay. do it real quick like that so something i really do like and i do it like under the table too where people can't see it so just like whatever um yeah uh let's see next question comes from junior he asks uh will the rangers make the playoffs this year the texas rangers uh, uh I have no idea. I just know, I like, I realize I'm so detached from baseball that I don't know if I could name a Texas Ranger right now. Uh, well, the answer I, is no, they're not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to no. score like, they're going to score like eight runs a game and lose like 10 8 because they have the worst pitching staff I've ever seen. But yeah. it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it'll be fun offense. It'll be like the Mavs, you know, fun offense. Uh, 
not really any defense whatsoever. <laughs> so the pitching staff is kind of bad. But I think I, Mavericks have had a, a remarkable defense or an <laughs> overperforming defense. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like years past, you know. Like, uh, yes, I see. You know, I see what you're but, saying. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a. No, I, don't, I think I think our ceiling is the second wild card, if anything, and that's even stretching like that's stretching the imagination. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Noble. Um, this is for me, I think. Uh, how are they going to wrap up everything in Attack on Titan and only one episode left? Um, they are not. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna announce a movie. So the movie is gonna be the ending of like the entire series, which is fucking stupid because they've been calling this the last season for the last two years. But they mm. split the season into two, so it's mm. like Watchers call season five, whatever. I don't care, whatever. It's stupid. So um, if they're putting that a really pin sounds in it, like you don't care. I really don't. Care. Yeah. No. <laughs> if if they're if they're putting a pin in it and waiting later, is that attack on Titan? Wow, that's terrible. That's great. Though. I'm gonna use that later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put see, a pen uh, in it and circle back. Attack on Titan. God, shut up. Anyway, this question comes from Mavs Network. Our good friend Mavs Network. Um, almost one season into his tenure, how do we feel about the Jason Kidd experience? I'm weirdly impressed that it's a good cohesion. Like it seems like the chemistry has like just skyrocketed, and like even when they lose, they they're it's not. There's not like a weird like dramatic feel to it. Like it just it's just like when I don't know. There's there's a lot less uh, angst amongst this team. It feels like, and it seems like the guys are ultimately pretty much pulling for each other. Like I, it really seems like there was the Mavericks and Porzingis, and I didn't re- like. It's not yeah, until it weird, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a breath of fresh air, and I like I, not to blame like everything on Porzingis. It was just more like. Sounds like there was kind of a disconnect where people were like, "Well, Luca's our guy," and then like we also have to feed this guy because he's supposed to be really good, but he doesn't always come show up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like uh, it's been great the experience so far. It's been, I mean, obviously, like the beginning of the season, I, and I'm, you know, you know, I've done it too, where I just, you know, everybody overreacts super quick. And it's like, hey, this team sucks, blah blah. You know, um, he's really been riding the ship. I think he would. I think Jason could probably be the first one to tell you though that it's like it's not just him. It's like the entire coaching staff, you know. Like sure. Sean, Swe- like Sean Sweeney has these dudes fucking playing defense, dude. Like, yeah. Like I don't know what the fuck he did. Like he just has these guys just absolutely like trying their hardest and everything. Um, you know, it's been good. You know, and and I know like historically it seems like he has like a really great first season, and then the second season is kind of where things like start to falter a little bit. But we only have like literally like one like one example of that. Ever of him of that <laughs> happening, so um, as you guys, we gotta wait and see. I, I like it so far. Um, I like what he's done with the coaching staff. You know, I just hope you know the the vibe stay immaculate for everybody. So, what do you it think? Seems Tim? like oh. seems like Luca loves him. So I'm on I'm on board. Yeah. I wasn't beginning, and I still have my thoughts on him as a guy, but mm-hmm. not really much you can do about that. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think it's gotten a passing grade so far. Yeah. I, I give it a solid like B plus, you know, yep. just because just I want to see what happens beyond, you know, this regular season and what happens beyond this, this entire season, you know, um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Daniel um, Luca and insert any NBA player makes the best duo in the NBA. Uh, Luca and Dwight Powell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Luca and Dinwiddie, obviously. Uh, I would say probably. I think I mean, like, I think if it was a Luca Giannis, that that would be the best duo. Yeah. Like, that, that's the first thing that I would think of. It's just like Giannis does everything Luca doesn't. Yep. What do you think? Um, do you agree with that, Tim? Yeah, Luca or Giannis, or I guess I don't know. It'd be fun as hell to see him play with Jokic. Yeah, I think those two. I think a wild card would be a Luca and KD. Interesting. Would be, would be yeah. insane. Like, yeah, that would like just two two really tall guys that can hit the three. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, what are we gonna do? Um, I want KD to come here just for the tweets. That'd be so fun. <laughs> that'd be so fun, dude. <laughs> um, He's finally coming home to Texas. Right. God damn. He's Hook him. Anyway, uh, next question comes from Jennifer. Uh, how do we feel about the playoffs? I feel I'm pretty excited. good about I, it. Yeah. I'm 
I'm also this is as a basketball fan, I am really excited about this particular playoff run. Like there's just so many things that are just kind of uncertain. I think a lot of the I think pretty much the West is pretty even, even though it's a little weaker on the bottom than it has been but in years past. And the East is just a fist fight this year, and it's great. I'm really st- I'm stoked because yeah. before it's been just like yeah, maybe some seeding changes, but ultimately we know which two teams are winding up in the finals. And this one, I like it still favors Bucks Suns, but like I, the process to get there, I think will be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome if the Nets make it out of the play in because it's like you work your ass off all season to get a high seed. And congratulations. Here's your prize it's Kevin Durant in round one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kevin Durant and uh, now uh, fully free uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, <laughs> a, yeah. Unless they're playing the, in Toronto, the, the Vax, the Vax Phoenix has. Yeah, he's has risen. He's risen. He's risen. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> next question. Come, next question comes from Cardinal. <laughs> comes from Courtney. Um, do the Mavs really need to address the bigs, or is there a version of this team that can thrive being in the tax? Keeping Tim Harvey Jr. and having wing uh, shooter depth in 2023. I, I mean, like, that's something I hadn't even thought of, and and I realized that like Dinwiddie's really stepped up in our guard rotation to where I, for a moment, forgot THJ was on our team. Yeah. yeah. So if I mean, if he comes back, you know, just you know, week before playoffs, get his sea legs underneath him, um, and we've got good Tim Hardaway. I mean, that's that's a pr- I think that's a pretty damn good guard rotation you know the the minutes that are going to like josh green and brown and uh nilakina you know those there's kind of like wasted guard minutes you know those burke minutes where i'm like i don't really love them you know what i mean those are those are severely diminished and now you have starter caliber like or you you have you're getting another rotation guy yeah. Um, that that at any given night can drop twenty. Like, I think yeah. that's it's always good to have more of those guys. Yeah, I think for me, I think we probably do need to dress the bigs pretty soon. Um, especially we're trying to do the whole stretch five thing with like Maxine, where he's not really stretching anything. Right. <laughs> um, I just know, want, uh, like I don't know what's going on. Like, is do you think he's hurt? I don't know, dude. I I think he has the yips, dude, and I don't know like how to fix that. You know. Yeah. Besides just like keep shooting, you know, and he, mm. which hurts us, you know, like, which is why, like I saw, I think it was a uh, Mavs lad tweeted the other day, like during the, during the, the Wolves game, he's like, okay, like I was losing this by 20 points. Like, let's just let Maxi shoot it like every time, like fuck it, mm-hmm. dude, at that point, like just let him go at it, dude. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, no, give, give, let's just give him the green light for one blowout game to where he just misses 20 in a row. And they're just like, all right. It'll never be that bad again. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, so I, I do think I think that we do need to address that eventually. I just don't know, like, if it's it probably should be this off season. But I mean, like, again, like, but like, is that a, is a stretch five, stretch four available? Is a stretch big available for what Maxi's currently getting paid, which is like what ten million? Yes, I don't think so. I don't. It's know. not. It's not that much. Like, it, like it's what I'm getting at is like, you know, yeah. Can Bobo shoot threes? No, <laughs> no. I mean theoretically. I mean, <laughs> theoretically, they all can according shoot to two K. I mean, theoretically, all of them can shoot threes at least once or twice. But I don't know, man. That's a good question, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything to add? You got anything to add, Tim? I feel like someone broke Maxi's heart. Um, mm. That's the way he's playing lately. Or we just need to start bullying him because it's worked for us before her. Relentlessly. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Next question comes from Jordan. Uh, who gets shipped out this offseason? No, we would keep Pertons, Tim, and Maxi. At least one is gone. Um, yeah, I, I really hope we keep... I, I mean, like, I think Pertons is easily the most expendable, but I don't know who wants to pay him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The little production think, he has. Yeah, I think Pertons stays because he's just been... Yeah. Um, that, that contract is crazy, looking back at yeah. it. Um, the t- Tim got paid that, I mean, even though it, 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 it decreases every year, that's cool, but, uh, I, he's hurt, you know, like, I don't think guys want to, I think guys want to see him get better, you know, and actually play mm-hmm. a game. Um, Maxi is probably the most expendable only because that contract is, you know, pretty low. Um, but again, he's also been ass, you know, so I don't know. Like, I think I, I, mean, those three, I think there's I, some willing to take a chance on him. That would, that would I, make I, the most yeah. sense. 
I think out of those three, I think Maxi goes. Sure. So. I yeah. get you. Yeah. Tim. Yeah, it's it's Maxi. If it, yeah. if it comes down to it, yeah, it's Maxi. Let's go on. Yeah, let's see. Next question comes from uh, Triple Dub Luca asks uh, top five ways to off a certain mascot. Uh, so there's a lot. I, I thought tram- about this tram- one. Trampoline dunk yeah. into a piranha tank. Yes, that. Yeah, that. I mean, you make it make it seem like he's gonna finish dunk and do that. You can go the coward's way and give him poison. Um, <laughs> the coward's. Way. All right, little way. finger. Yeah. <laughs> Bazooka. Um, I like the idea. Oh, t-shirt uh, gun. Yeah, t- dude, t-shirt gun all max all the way up to like just death. <laughs> Like, <laughs> he, 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 in the news today, Champ has been killed or has been euthanized <laughs> via through T-shirt gun, where they shot a T-shirt <laughs> through him. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, another good way. Uh, just you know, straight up gun. <laughs> like you know. Well, you can't. All I know is that you can't do that with the Phoenix uh, mascot because then it's just going to be a whole resurrection of Harambe memes, and just, oh, yeah, so we just don't need that. Yeah. You know, yeah, the no, internet doesn't not. need that. Yeah, we can't Robin relive that travesty. Dark, dark moment in uh, human history. <laughs> um, Cincinnati Zoo still has me blocked on Twitter. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next question. Kurt asks, uh, "Can I get a Dallas Mavericks jersey?" Um, absolutely not for me, though. I don't even I mean, buy like, jerseys. So, I mean, like, yeah, they're pretty readily available, and uh, if your favorite player gets. Traded, you can trade it to uh, American Express if you buy your if you buy your jersey through American Express and your favorite team or your favorite player gets traded, you can actually trade in your jersey with their jersey reward. Pro- I don't know they really yeah. not a sponsor of us. I was going to try, but no. I can't. I uh, need I need the words in front of me. I need the teleprompter. <laughs> Sorry. Next question comes from Luca Fan Club. Uh, will the Mavs use their bricks on defense? Uh, I think that's their illegal. Brick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the guy's an actual. I was just like, as in their shooting. I mean, like, yeah, I guess that is the best defense like for the other team. Um, no, they're not gonna do that. Uh, guys, I'm gonna add to him real quick before we go on to move on. No, no, uh, move the, on. Next question go, go, is from Lemon Pepper West asks, uh, start bench cut Jalen Brunson, Jason Terry, Jason Kidd while they played for the Dallas Mavericks. So you can. Uh, you can so you could do young young Jason or old Jason. Doesn't matter, young kid or old kid. Yeah, let's see. I'd I love Jason Terry, but I'm cutting him because I'm mad at him right now for calling KG the best teammate he ever had. <laughs> I'll go with, I'll, I'll I'll second that with Tim. That was pretty good. I'm just like, dude, you got a tattoo on your bicep. That is not ridiculous thanks to a playoff performance of Dirk. Don't you dare. Yep. Uh I'm going star Jason Kidd. Bench okay. Jason Terry, cut Jalen mm. Brunson. So I mean, like historically yeah. wise, that 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 does that, hold that's water. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly why I went. There. <laughs> I'm not worried about him. You know, talking to Celtics. You know, the Celtics uh, media people about Kevin Garnett right now. <laughs> so sure, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. All right, let's see. Next question, uh, Chris. Which I'm not. I'm curious about how this question came to be because. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Would you rather eat 10 hot dogs in five minutes or within five minutes eat 10 hot dogs? That's the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's like, okay, would you rather eat a pizza in eight slices or f- 10 slices? <laughs> it's all yeah, the same pizza. Right. Like, I mean, it, <laughs> granted, really? I don't know if I've, I've, I've enjoyed a segment on television than Shaq trying to describe that gas prices don't matter Dude, if you just keep putting $20 best. into the, the, the gas tank. And they're just like, you're just going to, he's like, no, wait till it hits full, then put another $20. And they're like, he's, that'll save you money. He's like, you're going to use the same amount of gas. And then like Ernie just going like, this is worse than what's closer, the West Coast or the moon. <laughs> yeah. What a great segment. I don't even know why they uh, came up. I don't, I don't even know, know why they came up. It's like, Shaq, who has a doctorate, apparently. Like, he's got it's a not PhD. A, it's, not a, it's not a real doctorate, dude. It's like one of those honorary doctorates. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm pretty sure, anyway. Well, no, but didn't he, like, he made, like, a big deal about, like, actually, like, finishing college and going to school despite him having his life, his, like, having generational wealth. 
he's like made a real point to be educated but like i don't i mean but also the way that he speaks just like i don't know it's just hearing rich people talk give uh financial advice sometimes is really it reminds me of lucille bluth uh she's like how much is a banana nowadays twenty dollars on jesus uh let's see um next question uh who has the best chicken fried chicken in the DFW area? Gosh, I, I, I don't know what you guys have up there. I wish I could uh, give my two cents. Let me see. If I were to think, I'm trying to think right now of uh, who does have those chicken fried chicken? I can say I, in I'm... Austin, Lucy's is pretty much, or no, there's a Gus's in, in, uh, in Austin and at, yeah, Gus's, or if you like Nashville hot chicken, Tumble Twenty Two is pretty damn great. Nice. Um, I I have I don't really eat chicken fried chicken a lot. Uh, I would say, um, Mike's chicken is good. I think uh, someone mentioned that in the actual comments. Actually, uh, Mike's mm-hmm. chicken on Maple Avenue is actually amazing. Um, I don't go there very often, but when I do, it's great. It's the only one I can think of on top of my head right now. Right now, though, you got anything, Tim? DFW, I do not know. No. Let's see. Uh next question comes from um I think his name is Brad. Yes, Brad. <laughs> uh Brad why... Townsend, right on. No, I wish. I was speaking to Brad Townsend, you're listening to this. Uh um let's talk about the Batman, man. <laughs> let's see what's up. Um no, uh, Brad asks, uh why don't we just ponder on the reason of Reggie starting over Dinwiddie? I got the defensive side of things, but damn. Uh, Sir Bullock has been pure buttocks recently. <laughs> that, you know that that is a, actually a really good uh, idea. I think the thing, though, I think for whatever reason, there's always players that just like thrive more in the bench role, even if they're mm-hmm. getting like even if they are getting like starter type minutes, mm-hmm. um, which happens a lot. You know, like you know, like like I know for us in the past, like Maxi would come off the bench, but he did, he'd be getting like 35 minutes. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think it doesn't really matter like who starts who f- I think it matters who finishes. That's always been my thing. Is like it doesn't matter who starts it matters who finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dinwiddie's normally out there in the last minutes. I mean, yeah. like so I think yeah. like, and I also think that like because they have this kind of three guard like between Luca, and that's also the benefit of having Luca be so goddamn big is that like you can have someone like Jalen and Spencer on the same and Bullock if you want. Um, and then like someone like Finney Smith or Dwight, depending on like the matchup yeah. and like, and, you know, yeah, lots of flexibility in those rotations. And like, I don't know, I'm not too worried. Yeah. I'm right there with you. The, the starting rotation is not usually that big of a deal. It's usually just kind of like it's matchup based. And also like, I'm, I, I, I always like, I like rotations. I like having depth in our rotations rather than just like, let's just start all of our good players at one time. Yeah. That as as cool as that is on in two K, that's not really effective. Like, <laughs> you know, how how much you score in the first quarter is really not that important. You know, it's more just like yeah. how you know are are there minutes dispersed throughout the game. I, mean, I will say I will say though that Reggie probably isn't starting if Tim is healthy. <laughs> so you know, or, I think I, I think I think they just probably swap more often yeah, than not, just depending yeah. on the matchup. You know, yeah, if it's yeah. like a not as not as good wing or you know yeah shorter wing or whatever like it's probably thj playing yeah so yeah and hopefully i don't think we'll see him in the, in the playoffs though because it doesn't look like he's ready to anywhere being anywhere near a basketball stuff but uh hope in the office open next year you know we see that um mm. so has, 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 has tim hardaway been uh cleared out for the season no but like i think jason i think uh, brad townsend asked him and asked jason can jason K was like yeah he's not ready to ramp up anything yet so i was like okay well you know i guess we'll see him next year you know probably unless he makes second round or something but sure what do you think tim about uh reggie over dinwiddie good thing about having the options is you can kind of just ride the hot hands whoever's shooting better or playing better at that moment will be the guy that plays yeah, well, no, I also think they play very different roles too. You know, like Dinwiddie's not as, asked to make defensive stops and just to hit open shots. Like he's out there to create. And if you've, you know, he's he's there to create while Luca doesn't have to be the primary creator. You know, he's out yeah. there to create and to you know like drive. And that's 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 not Bullock's game. You know, Bullock yeah. is you know to be a pesky defender, yeah. be in the right spot, and you know provide you know hot shooting or you know hit open shots 
Yeah, you know, that's it. Three. Yeah. Um, last question comes from Luca Skywalker. Um, he asks, uh, "How will mutants be introduced into the Marvel universe?" Um, I know Don is Marvel- No, Don's marveled out. Yeah, I um, yeah. I will say, I've, I, it's going to be multiverse stuff that doesn't make any sense to me because I, I, you know, it's going to be multiverse. I don't know how the fuck it's going to be. I don't really know. Is apparently, um, Professor X is going to be in the new uh, Doctor Strange movie, which is cool. Um, so yeah. Well, so okay, so we have. So, if I'm not mistaken, Simpsons were acquired by Disney, right? And yeah. so, like, like Fox was ultimately acquired by Disney. Yes. Like Fox IP. So, yeah. I'm less worried about Marvel characters meeting each other than I am Hank Hill winding up in, like, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> like, that's more... I want the weird shit. I want just, like, our squid billies in this marvel episode you know like just like like let's just get dumber like let's let's re it's like huh i can't believe gumby made an appearance on this you know or <laughs> like like that's that's the that's the mashups i want to see like yeah oh they were in the same movie franchise but different like like adam west media or well i guess he's dead now so that would be really gross if he showed up in one of those batman movies <laughs> but like i don't know like uh I'll also say new Batman, pretty darn good. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised. It was kind of long, yeah, but it was good pacing and like, uh, you know, a good time. And like, uh, it, it did what Batman movie should have done. Make it a detective movie. Yeah. There you go. Like, it's not, it's not a character study. We know why Batman is the way he is. Like have him do cool stuff. Also, the thing that it was great about it was that they weren't just like, I'm Catwoman, or like those weird, gross introductions that they would always do in superhero movies, where it's just like, I am this thing. It's just like, no, it's just, you, you know, Fushi, she's, a, she's literally a cat burglar. <laughs> you get it. There's cats everywhere. Well, yeah. Yeah, you, put the, you put the pieces together. I was I saw, shocked that that was Colin, that was, uh, Colin Farrell, though. That was crazy. Was that was I had no crazy. clue. Absolutely no clue until like the co- credits rolled. I was like, Who's Colin Farrell playing? <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? You're like, oh, the fuck is the penguin? What the hell? Like, yeah. That was great. That was great. Paul Dano's a fucking yeah. freak. <laughs> I saw Batman twice in the same week, and I had to pretend that I hadn't seen it the second time because my life is chaotic. <laughs> that's yeah. So funny, bro. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to be like, oh shit, look, it's coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up. That's six, six hours of my life in one week to Robert guys- Pattinson. Hey, bro, Robert Brown's a good actor, though. I gotta give him that. Like, he's a great actor. The I know he's only, for Twilight. The, the, there is just there's one note I have on it, and it's just like, could we have done something different with his Bruce Wayne hair? Like, but you know, you we, don't like, uh, could, yeah, you don't, could we have not gone full Gerard way from? Like, I was, I was say, you don't want you don't want the Michael Romance look. You don't. Want yeah, it? it's just like <laughs> we know he's not okay. He's not a fucking K. But oh, like, geez. like it was, <laughs> it was borderline uh, weird. Venom, uh, Toby Maguire, like in the oh, black yeah. suit yeah, dancing yeah. thing in Great, Spider-Man Three. I mean, my, yeah, favorite, I mean, my favorite tweet about that movie was someone said Robert Pattinson is the worst vampire ever. It took him eleven <laughs> years to become a bat. <laughs> Oh man, what a great movie! All right, guys, yep. that's that. those are all the questions, though. <laughs> so. Yep, good stuff, guys. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening. Uh, it's good to be back on the pod finally, uh, even in a in a you know I, I'd say in a rotational role. You know, I would like to say I'm like kind of the I've become the spin. You know, I've I was going from like a uh, you know the Dwight Powell of this podcast to more of a Spencer Didwitty, You know, plug and play. You know, kind of deal. Um, you know, Rubens or Luca, that's no question. Um, you know, and our, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I appreciate all the love. Uh, I appreciate a lot of people being very supportive of my music endeavors. Uh, speaking of which, uh, yeah, my single has been released. It's my first ever it's on Spotify. It's on streaming services. Uh, it's called the doctor. Uh, you can find it under my name, Don Denham, D E N H A M. Um, I am like 50 streams away from a thousand streams and I would love to get past that less than a thousand 
number on Spotify to look a little bit more legitimate when I'm throwing myself to venues uh, in hoping that they book me. Uh, so that would mean the world to me if you guys streamed it uh, a couple of times. It would, I, I know I want to do it genuinely. I don't want to like buy a bot or you know, there's a lot of like scam artists that are like plug it into playlists and all these playlists are like in like Indonesia of just you know you know cpus that are just listening to things like to you know bump numbers i don't want to deal with that um but it would make the mean the world to me if you listen to that song i really really appreciate it um you can follow us at the mffls um you can uh check out our website the or mffls.com uh for game recaps and all kinds of cool stuff that we are writers are doing an amazing job over there um we, you can follow Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can follow Tim at Ultralight Beam, B-E-H-M. You can follow me on Twitter at Don underscore Denim. Uh, gentlemen, anything you want to plug before uh, I sign us off? Uh, no, uh, I would <laughs> love it if you guys uh, joined our Patreon. Uh, yes. We, co- we, host, we host all the games, um, uh, watch party type stuff on there. It's, it's literally a dollar, and you get access to every single game uh, when game days are on. Um, including playoffs, I'm pretty sure I got to double check on that. But, but you know, be, yeah, it'll be cool. Anyway, uh, see you guys later. All right. Take Bye, guys. Yes. Have a great rest of your week. Later.